Hey Blockheads, this is DJ AK from NK Airplay Radio. And if you love what the My So-Called Whatever podcast crew is doing, check us out too. NK Airplay is an online radio station playing all your favorite hits from the 80s and 90s, especially the ones from those boys in the band, New Kids on the Block. Listen to artists like Boys to Men, Debbie Gibson, Tiffany, boy bands, girl bands, and many more. We play artists that are associated with or who inspired the new kids on the block, plus some of the artists that inspired us while we were growing up. Check us out on social media at NK Airplay Radio. And download the Live 365 app for your iPhone or Android phone and listen today. Friends forever, that's what we are. Through the thick and the thin, we're friendship stars. We're banger main buddies from the days of old. We laugh, cry, and hug, friendship's all in gold. My soccer, whatever started a year ago, we share our stories and your stories were told. 80s, 90s memories that give us glee. And on the block party shows, NKOTB. Now our friendship circle has grown by far. Hashtag friends forever, that's what we all are. Boom. And if you don't know, now you know. My soul called whatever for life. Hashtag MSCW Hashtag Friends Forever Yeah Uh, 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 yeah Hey Hi, how's it going? Good, hi Jackie Hi <laughs> Hey We have a special guest We're so glad to have you here Yeah I'm, happy, I'm very happy to be here <laughs> We Hey uh, we it's we're recording on a Thursday. This has become to be the norm, like the Thursday night recording. Yeah, I like during it. this quarantine. It works out well. Yeah, because we have our zooms on Friday, right? And we have recording Wednesday or Thursday. Wednesday or Thursday we record. Yeah. So, yeah. oh gosh, yeah. I hear I hear a massive. You're gonna. We may have to pause. For, I hear like a huge fire truck coming. Oh, that's okay. I hear it. Okay. We'll add this. We'll add this in. It's probably like 10 blocks away, so it, it's not even at its full capacity. It's yet. coming. So you guys will hear <laughs> this. We'll, you'll hear New York City. It's ambiance. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It, it, may have made a, it may have made a turn because it stopped. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So tonight we have Jackie on. We're very excited. We love having special guests on. And you guys, you guys seem to love it, too. So... We're going to keep doing it. Quarantine special guests. Quarantine special guests. Do we want to intro? Yeah. Okay. Let's, let's, let's do it to it. Okay, let's do it. This is Brooke. And this is Nikki. And this is Jackie with fire trucks in the background in NYC. <laughs> <laughs> and this is my so-called whatever. Yay. And it's not a block party. It's an 80s, 90s episode, you guys. Welcome to the 80s, 90s episode. Woohoo! <laughs> Here, here comes the fire truck. <laughs> no, and listen, this is one that has been a long time coming. Yes. Yes. I'm yes. very excited. Like, I am so excited. I have had in my mind, I don't even know that we've really talked about it or if I... <laughs> Jackie's like, like holding her head. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. I thought it turned, but I guess not. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay. So I have had like a little, like a, like a little list in my head of episodes and things that I would love to do that I know are very uniquely me. Mm-hmm. As far as like, not unique to me, like other people like this stuff too. But like in the Brooke and Nikki realm, it was more, much more of a Brooke thing. Right, right. And, and I have a, a kind of a few of those. But, but this is one. It's good. Uh, well, yes, because, you know, they'll all get a turn. Right. And I'm sure it'll um, be a, something very, well, Swan's Crossing with Shane McDermott. That was very uniquely me. It, it really was. So, you know, we, we so, go back and forth. Yeah. So this episode... We did a rewatch. Mm-hmm. Well, for Nikki, it was the first watch. For for Nikki, it was first time. I can't <laughs> believe it. I still can't believe it. <laughs> but we are we watched rewatched and are breaking down the movie singles. Singles. And yeah. Jackie, Jackie loves this movie. I one of my favorites. One and it is my, my ultimate favorite. favorite. So I we had to have her on. Wait, this is your yeah. number one favorite movie, Brooke. Yes. Wow. This is and has been my number one favorite movie since I saw it. Wow. Like it's never wavered. Well, we would have done this a lot earlier if I would have known this was your number one favorite movie. Oh, it's all good. Okay. It's also my number one favorite soundtrack. Okay. It's that close to that saying. It's a damn good soundtrack. Except Dyslexic yep. Heart, right? What? I love that song. I don't oh. like that song. <laughs> Really? Oh I don't That's know why. I don't know why. I love it. I don't know why I don't like it. But I just I heard I it come it. on on the end credits, and I was like, "Oh no!" What? Yeah. Really? Oh. Yes. <laughs> oh, so I love. Like I remember thinking I was a child, like twelve, thirteen years old, watching this. But I remember thinking, like, "Wow, like, he's a really good songwriter." Me too. <laughs> Like, Me too. Because like, I love waiting for amazing. somebody as well. I love waiting for somebody. Uh, I've been singing that all day. Maybe I have to listen to the lyrics. Maybe. Yeah, because the lyrics are clever too. Yeah, maybe I need to listen to the lyrics. Maybe. Okay. I don't know why. I, I, for me, it came on. I was like, oh, no. So. And like, honestly, it's a huge, it's a huge chunk of nostalgia as well. Yes. Um. Which always puts a different kind of view on things. Mm-hmm. But that soundtrack I could listen to and I could listen to now front to back all the way through backwards, forwards, over and over again on repeat and not skip a song. Yes. Yeah, it was definitely a, a soundtrack that was playing over and over and over again. It's good, so, good stuff. And it was that, you know, Seattle sound. Oh, right. I think I put somewhere in my notes here mm-hmm. on this, but I'll just say it now. I so badly wanted to be a person in their 20s living in Seattle in 1992. Um, like, me, me too. <laughs> that is what I wanted. I yeah. wanted to be, uh, let's, just, let's just put it out there. I wanted to be Bridget Fonda. Oh, I, that's the character I identify with the most. Oh, we're going to yes. have a good discussion today. Yes. I wanted to be Janet. Oh, no. Oh, no. I probably need to keep my comments to myself. No. 
And I total and I totally had a cliff in my life at the time, especially. He didn't look as good as Matt Dillon, but you know. Oh man. Yeah. I also didn't realize that Matt Dillon was Cliff. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, who's Cliff? So she's got this guy. I thought he was his name was Dick. But I think that was the name of the band. Touch me. Yeah. Yeah. Great. That's great. Okay. So um, yes, I, that was my first note to myself is I wanted to go to Seattle and I'm actually shocked that I haven't been still. Oh, wow. We yeah. should go. That would be I a would, good. I would love to go to Seattle. Oh I my would God. do that. Can we go? Can we go to the oh. fish market? Pike's market? Where they throw the I, fish. Yes. I, for it. I am totally, yeah, I would love it. Can we go to that apartment complex? Yeah. Yes. Oh, yes. That now I know I would have loved to live in something like that. Like that's yeah. like it's, a dream. It's like Seattle's version of Melrose Place, basically. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Brooke, did it. you see in that Rolling Stone article how the um <laughs> the, the landlord of that of that apartment complex is like always chasing people away because they go yes. to this building. He's like, "You ruined my life. You ruined my life." <laughs> that was a really good article. Uh, you know what? I'm going to link to that article on the website. Yeah, because there were so many little tidbits I didn't know. Oh, I yeah. should have read it before I came on. I forgot to read it. We will clue you in. Okay, good, because I'm going to need some clues yeah. all the way around. So <laughs> this is going to be a very Jackie Brooke heavy episode. This is going to be a very Nikki chiming no, but, in here and there. But listen, I want to know, like when you said, oh, no, I probably shouldn't read my notes. I want to know what you said. Okay. Yeah. Because I like, think this is coming should. from the adult perspective, but I did write. I think this is coming from my adult perspective, but I think if I was 12 watching this or 14, I would have thought very differently. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. For so sure. The first thing I thought when I when it with her whole like um having her own parking space, mm-hmm. like it didn't make sense to me back then, but now I'm like, oh my God, yes. Yeah. Having your own parking space. Yeah. I would go for that. So that didn't really make sense to me mm-hmm. because here's the thing. I was, I was way too young. I was like 12 or 13 when I first saw this. Right. I did not see it in a the theater. I saw it at home. Um, okay. I remember renting it. I, like, I remember going to Front Row Video, okay. and I had seen it there. It was a new release, and I had seen it there. And then I feel like my mom wouldn't let me rent it. But then I went back with my dad, and he was like, he didn't care. He was like, just grab whatever. Right. And then... I also and I rented it multiple times. Nice, like, because when you're twelve, right? You're right. not like you don't have your own money and you don't have twenty bucks to like go buy a movie, right? Right, because it was at the time it was like twenty, twenty five, thirty bucks. Yeah, and then like oh. my parents would have to take me there, but when they would let me rent a movie, one movie every weekend or two movies every weekend, I would just rent the same one, and it was that. So I went to the theaters to see this and I looked at the release date. It was like September. So so that means I was actually in my senior year in high school. What year was it? 92. 92. Yeah. So that worked, that, that works out. So I was probably 13. Mm -hmm. Cause it probably came out on video. I turned, I would have turned 13 March of 93. So right around then. Yep. It makes sense. Yep. But, But yeah. see, I was 
I was so young. Oh, and the thing with the parking space mm-hmm. is like that would have a lot of the movie went over my head. I'll just put that out there right now. But I also that wasn't a, that was like I don't know. I felt like well, everybody has a parking space because living in Bangor, Maine, you everybody does have a parking space. Right. Whereas a city girl who didn't even have like we didn't have a car until like and it was mad inconvenient to have a car here in New York City. Yeah. Until like maybe I was in college actually. So for for me that well, I didn't even get the whole parking space thing, but now watching it back as an adult, that's why I was like, Oh my god. Oh yeah, yeah. That's so important. <laughs> yeah. Not just yeah, a parking space, she had her own like garage. Right. Right. Yeah. Even better. Right, not having to clean snow and scrape ice off your right. car. Oh, <laughs> that's like heaven. Yeah, right. I can relate to that. Yeah, um, you could woo me that way. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> and can we talk about? First of all, I just want to say that I loved the. We already talked about Paul Westerberg and waiting for somebody, but I've been singing that song all day. Just so you know, it's so good. It's so good. And that hip Seattle montage. Yes. Yeah. That was what yes. sold me on. Like, I wanted to be there. Like, I wanted to be those people. The girl with the jean shorts and the tights. Yes. Yes. I yes. noticed that right away. Um, and I, I wrote down the, actually, the first note I have after hip Seattle montage was uh, Kira Sedgwick as Linda Powell. Mm-hmm. Hair goals. Yes. yes. Oh yes. my god. To this day, I mean, yes. She just has. She has a fabulous head of hair. I thought, like, wow, like she is stunning. She is. Yeah. She's stunning. married to Kevin Bacon, right? That's his wife. Yes. Kevin. Yeah. Yeah. Talk about a great looking couple. No kidding. They are a great looking couple, and she still looks amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, she they both do. Amazing. Yeah. yeah, they both do. Um, so, so speaking of good looking, then we, we cut <coughs> switch to this exchange student from Spain. Right. Louise. So present day, I'd be like, you're told, you're a total creeper. I'm calling the police. Right. Right. But back then it was just so romantical to me. It was like, oh my gosh. He's like, he saw her and like, it was love at first sight and he just had to be with her. I wrote stalker. Right. I wrote stalker. <laughs> but I would have thought this was romantic. <laughs> yes. Right. Yeah. I remember thinking it was romantic. And I remember also thinking that that that, that was an unrealistic storyline. Do you do you think he did something to her car? Oh, I didn't even think about that. Lord of mercy. Too many true crime podcasts. I don't that's think what it so. is. That's what it was. Yeah, I don't think so. Okay. I just like, but I remember thinking like this isn't realistic because no person, no human being could ever be that much of an ass to another human being. I was naive. Because yeah. I could totally see that happening. I'm sure that's happened a million times. I believe my note, my my note when she saw him at the bar was this bitch from Spain was bold. Yes. <laughs> well, like, yeah. here's the thing. Can we talk a second about the drawing? I'm gonna about the let what? me draw you like one of my French oh. girls. <laughs> the like, drawing. Yes. Like what the hell? You're not Picasso, dude. Like that's not romantic. Like I thought. 
I'm not even kidding. I thought that that was so romantic and so beautiful when I, I was too. a child. So yeah. are, so are when I was a teenager. I thought that that was absolutely like a beautiful. But if you think about it, he probably guy. was like. I'm just draw- I'm I don't know anything about art. I'm just like drawing stick figure like features here. Right. And she's gonna think this is like amazing. Like, yeah, some kind of I I can't remember what art technique it is, but she's gonna think that it's like right. something magical when I'm just I'm- like putting stick figure features. I mean, that was a smooth way for him to pass his number off to her though. Yes. It really was. It was. It was. He knew what he was doing. But I he was right. suspect. Was I was suspect from the get. With the car thing. Oh my gosh. Yes. We need to get. We need to get Cameron Crow and ask him. Are I we feel to like understand? He did. Because why would he do all this? Like, why would he do all this? Unless and like and all I kept writing was green card, green card, green card. <laughs> 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 like that's like green card alert because. Who like meets a guy and is like, I'm gonna, I want to marry him? Like, it was what three days, right? It was right. Like, that's, three that's days. how much he, he swept her off her feet. I, I mean, I'll give him credit for the amount of work he put in to, to, to kind of get into her pants. Like, you don't get that these days, right? Right, you know, you swipe and you're like, hey, well, let's hook up, you know? It's like, so yeah, exactly. He did put in, he did put in a lot of work and effort, right? But right. Like I, I genuinely did not think that that was that that could ever happen in real life. No, but I knew I now know that it could and it does. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. even worse. So, like, somebody could slip something in your drink or something. Um. Yeah. Right. Oh gosh. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It just was so weird to me, and I just uh, like it really bothered me because I'm like, what was his motive? Like. If it was a one night thing, okay, I can get, I get it. But like, what was his game plan? Like, what was his end game? And to be that was it. I think to be a psychopath. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I think just to love him and leave him. So I'm gonna yeah. put it out there. I think he did something to her car. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, the part when when they go out dancing and she's like, "We will always go out dancing." Yes. That's what I was like. I, this is where I so wanted to be in my 20s in 1992 Seattle. Mm-hmm. Like, I wanted to go to that club. I wanted to do what those girls were doing because they looked like they were having a good time. Not like so, go to Barnaby's. Right. <laughs> so, I mean, at, club. Oh, okay. At that time, I mean, like, okay, so I'm a little bit older. There were like teen clubs in New York City that you could go to. So yeah. that, that was very vivid to me of stuff that I had been doing. And, and and specifically going to like like heavy metal shows or hard rock shows, oh, fun. and just like you know dancing around with my friends we, with our fake IDs and whatever the case <laughs> Um So that was very like reminiscent of something that I have been doing, and and that automatically just touched me, like going out with your friends and just rocking out to the music, and just being with each other. You know, not not going to pick up guys. You're just there to have girls. Yeah. You know? So that's cool you had clubs like that, Jackie. We didn't have anything like that here. No, we had the limelight. Oh, that's funny. We have a limelight, too. Oh, really? Yes. It's a historical club. Yeah, yours is, ours is probably named after yours. But probably. ours was like, gross. Old church? Is yours an old church? No. No. Oh. No. <laughs> it was an old, no. like, because um, it was on the corner where um, Epic Sports is, wasn't it? Right. 
Yeah, we yeah. had that and we had the bounty or the mount me as people would call it. The bounty was in a hotel, it was a hotel bar. Right. Okay, was it was it pirate themed or Yeah. Yes, kind it of. was. <laughs> yes. And it was it was like teenage club. But what was weird was they would allow like old men in there. Yeah, they, they had kept free nights. Yeah. But like there was no like maximum age. It was just like the minimum age dropped. Right. Oh, interesting. So it was, oh. it was Creep City. It was, yeah. but we still it was fun. so fun. We still have fun. I danced yeah. on that speaker once. Yeah. <laughs> I I did not dance on a speaker, but <laughs> but many did. And yeah. To tell. So then, okay. So then we meet Steve. Then yes. we meet Steve. Is it is it that same night where she sees the guy from Spain? No, it's a different night. Right. Well, we meet Steve in his apartment. Oh, right. 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 And right. he's right. talking about like his dad. Yeah. Right. Oh my God, the sex education scene. Yeah. Yes. Spam. And ew. Okay. <laughs> so. Okay. First of all. First of all. I don't know if you noticed this. Mm -hmm. I noticed this be just because. But the t-shirt he's wearing in this scene when we first meet him plays a, a role later on down Is the road. Is it the blue t-shirt? He's wearing the blue t-shirt. No oh, way! I didn't so know that. then he pulls out that postcard. Right. I think it is it is it Kiss at the Hotel Deville? It is. Why do I know that? Because I was obsessed with it. And I was too. Yeah. I had that postcard. I had I had I think I had a poster up in my room. I had college. the postcard and it was on my bulletin board and I had yep. it for years. Like I took it you to guys college. Were with me. Hardcore. Yeah. I yeah. I loved that. And it and I loved it because of this movie. Yeah. <laughs> like Aww. that's why. Yeah. Yeah. So Jackie it's, gets it. I love it. I love it. I love it's it. so funny too because you said it and I automatically recited the name of it, but I don't think they say it in the movie, do they? They do, yeah. Oh, they do. Because okay. she says she has a line when she sees it and she says, Oh, kiss at the Hotel DeVille. You have this? I have this. Okay. Okay. Um, right. So So we meet Steve. He talks about spam. Little <laughs> Steve is played. I knew that I knew that kid. Oh, who is it? Okay, Chris Masterson. That sounds well, familiar. I know that name. So he, his brother is Danny Masterson that was on like that 70s show. Oh. I don't know what Chris Masterson was in, but he may have been on Malcolm in the Middle. Oh. Oh. I, he's been in things. Anyway. Is the older brother I, in Malcolm in the Middle? Maybe. Okay. I'm not totally sure, and I meant to look it up. I'm going to look it up right now because this is going to yeah. drive me bonkers. Sure but um, I oh like I when I was watching it, I was like, he looks familiar. Like he became somebody. Yeah, he was the eldest brother, Francis, on Malcolm in the Middle. I love. Oh, his character. I have to go. I have to go look at it again. I mean, are we going to talk about all the cameos now, or we want to we want to get to it later? I have, um, I've kind of filled them in. Okay. Through a timeline of the movie. Okay. Okay. We'll do that. So, well, may, I may have missed some. 
we haven't. No, I think this was the first thing. Yeah. Um, and we meet Cliff somewhere around here for the first time. Yes. And I, do have, I do have to say one thing about the sex education scene. Oh, yeah, yeah. Is that I thought it was freaking hilarious because it reminded me of my own, like, <laughs> sex education. <laughs> my, my parents were not about that. Like, you know, when I got my, my menstrual cycle, my mom gave me a book. It literally said period, dot. <laughs> like, period. <laughs> But I have a vivid memory of me in eighth grade and our, 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 our priest, Father John, came in. He split the girls and the boys up and he basically was giving us sex education. Oh, no. <laughs> so oh, it is not fun to learn that from a male priest. I just so I was just like, oh, God, I feel you, Steve. I feel you. This is so awkward. That is awkward. Yeah. Awkward. Yeah. How so. did we learn ours? So they split us up. It was in sixth grade. And they split us up, uh, boys and girls. And um, the health teacher came in and talked to us, didn't they? I don't remember being split up. Maybe we weren't split up. I remember in health, I do remember health class. I And the reason why I think that we were not split up is because I seem to recall a boy I don't remember who in my in my sixth grade class saying something inappropriate. Oh, and that he was like, like a big no no. He was like a troublemaker. Oh, and saying something very inappropriate. But the real the real nitty gritty stuff came in ninth grade. Yes, it did. The right. nitty gritty, like the real down and dirty. Like we're gonna tell you everything, the ins, the outs. The after I left that health class, I was like, I'm never having sex. But if I do, I'm wearing two condoms. Interesting. Well, I'm not wearing. <laughs> well, you're not wearing. Them. <laughs> I, you know, I guess it was a little taboo, right? Because I went to like parochial school, like Catholic school, all the way through college. Okay. So, yeah. hence why we got our education from a male priest. Yeah. That's oh, just wrong. That um, is really strange. Like, that I, would feel strange. It, it should come from the parents, but I get it being awkward for parents, right? Um, thank you for this third party called the school or health educator. Um, I don't know if I got a real down and dirty nitty gritty besides like from my friends. We've, right. we've like introduced a little bit more every year with Brennan Brody. Like mm -hmm. Brody wanted to learn from the get go. He was like, okay. where do babies come from? I need to know where babies come from. Like I'm talking like five years old and we're like, oh. and Bryn wasn't ready. Bryn, Bryn had a feeling she wasn't going to like the news. So she was <laughs> like, I don't want to know. I don't want to know. And so finally we it came to the point where we were like, honey, Brody's just going to tell you anyway. If we tell him. So we right. sat them down and we, we had like the basic talk and I went Brody was like right on the edge of the seat and Bryn's like I don't want to know any more of this I don't want to know <laughs> and, and every time every year when we like introduce a little bit more now they pretty much know right the ends right, and outs, right you know right. but so. like every year Bryn was like no there's more no <laughs> oh my gosh I definitely had a spam type uh, version for me where I had a friend who was trying to convince me that babies came from belly buttons oh. and I was confused for a, for a good two days like are you sure 
that seems like a lot to come out of this. You know, I'd be like in the mirror looking at my belly button, like, how could a baby come from there? Yeah. Like, so <laughs> perplexed. Oh my god. So perplexed. And then finally, it's like, she don't know what she's talking about. I think it comes from other places, you know, like. <laughs> but then if they would have told you where it really came from, wouldn't you be like, no? That's too small. I would have been freaked out because I think this conversation was happening like around fourth or fifth grade. Yeah. Where we really, you know, you yeah. hear things, but you just don't know. Some people have little brothers and sisters. Some yeah. don't. So, yeah, I was, I was really <laughs> perplexed. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, so then we meet Bridget Fonda. Well, or Janet. Mm-hmm. Yes. And she... This is where I put, I love Bridget Fonda as an actress. Janet was a cool-ass character. Mm-hmm. I loved her hair and I loved her style. Can I say what okay. I wrote about Janet? Please. Okay. Janet's kind of dumb. That's what I wrote. Oh, Just in the beginning of the movie, I'm just like, you're so beautiful. Like, what's wrong with you? Like, yeah, she's she's an optimist though. That's yeah. and she stays she stays an optimist throughout the whole movie. She really does. She really does. And yeah, I'll get to one part where she was an optimist, but <laughs> um, I was just like, Matt Dillon is such a tool. Like he is yeah. such a tool. Didn't realize his name was Cliff. So when she was like <laughs> talking about how she was like really into Cliff, I'm like, oh, so she's like playing. Maybe she is smarter than I thought she was. Like, uh, she's, but no, but she's, but it grew on me throughout the movie. But, I was just techni- like, yeah. Technically, Cliff isn't a tool because, well, I mean, he has tool like qualities, but he says to her from the jump, you do realize I see other girls. Yeah. You do realize we're not exclusive. And she's just like, huh, what, what? Right. Also, right. we wonder, like, right. Right. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So. Um, and she's 23. I wish I was 23. That's what I wrote. I know. Yeah. I, know. I, I remember thinking, like, again, as a teenager, I'm like, wow, she's 23. Like, that's so cool. 23 is a cool age. I do have to say, I feel like I wrote that Matt Dillon was a tool because the only, like, I know him from many, many things. But the oh. one primary movie that I know him from is Wild Things. And he's such a tool in that movie. He's a cop. He's a jerky cop, isn't he? Yes. I've uh, never seen that movie all the way through. What are uh, you talking about? That was one of my favorites, too. I mean, not one of my favorites, but I liked that movie. I yeah. was like, this is dangerous. It was dangerous. <laughs> it was like, Danger. you got, I remember <laughs> a bunch of us, got, it was like, came out senior year, didn't it? I don't know, but I remember watching. I remember somebody rented or had it at yeah. our apartment okay, on Cumberland we, Street. Yes, and we all got in and wa- we watched it. I think I may have been working, and I, I think maybe, it was like, in my bedroom. I'm pretty sure it was in my bedroom. I I remember it <laughs> vaguely from around that time, but I didn't see the whole thing. I really wasn't interested in it. Yeah. <laughs> so um, yeah, but we meet Citizen Dick. Yes, aka Pearl Jam. Pearl Jam, basically. Oh my god, that was so exciting! I'm like, or, you on the drums, <laughs> at least, at least three members of Pearl Jam: Eddie Vedder, Stone Gossard, and Jeff Ament. That's right. And it was so great. Like I, I loved Pearl Jam and this movie, and it was like the same time. 
Right. And it was new. And Eddie Vedder was so cute. And, like, I just... That was a huge part of me loving this movie. I feel really yes. bad that I said Janet was dumb. Now people are going to come at me. Don't come at me. No, no, no. Because that was your first impression. Yeah. Yeah. You, you know that she... We'll, we'll get to the other parts where yes. she grows. Yeah. For sure. For sure. Um, but... Anyway... <laughs> I thought he, I thought, I thought Matt Dillon was pretty fantastic and just like really comically funny. Yeah, and I think that's what. And, and and from that Rolling Stone article, Nikki, you'll hear more about how that character got developed. Okay, which was a little surprising too. Um, mm. And yeah, I was such a huge fan of Pearl Jam at the time too. So I was really tickled to see them on the screen and and then making an attempt at acting. Because now looking back, I'm like, oh, that wasn't that great. No, they were not. They were not good <laughs> so, actors. No. <laughs> But like that was kind of endearing. Yes, I thought. Yes. Um. So, what did I? Oh, then they go to the club. Yes. <gasps> Who is playing at the club? What band is that? Allison Chains. And okay. Also okay. Sound Soundgarden. Okay. Okay. That's crazy. Yeah. I know. Wait, why? Oh, go ahead. Oh, no, why was it crazy? Well, because that's amazing. That like Alice in Chains and Pearl and Pearl Jam and um, Soundgarden Sound were all in yeah. this movie. And and this group Mud Honey Mud Honey at the time was pretty popular as well, and they were they were featured. That's pretty cool. So, and you'll when you read the art this. Rolling Stone article. It's really interesting, and like I said, I, I'll link it on the website. Mm -hmm. um, it's just so neat how this movie was filmed, like just before, like Nirvana broke. Yeah, like just before Seattle, like kind of blew up. You know what I mean? Right. And these people were all like under the radar. Yes. At that time, to like mainstream anything, right. like they all had. I don't. I don't want to say they all had, but I many of them had regular jobs. Like they were not yeah. just. They were like underground bands that yeah. were like famous underground, but not kind of like Nirvana was famous underground. And then they just blew up across the scene. So yeah, Nirvana growing up, you know? Yeah. So it was like this moment in time mm -hmm. that was, that was so special. Like it was so, it was so special. And that was a conscious decision from the director. Right. From from Cameron Crowe. Is he the director, producer? I don't know. Uh, he was the, he writer. wrote it? Did he writer, write it? Writer, and directed writer. it? Yeah. Um, that was like a conscious decision. He wanted to highlight like Seattle's music scene. And that's what made him pull in Pearl Jam and, and, and Soundgarden and Alice in Chains into the movie, which I thought was a great idea. Yeah, totally. So they are um, going back to this club. The mime. I yeah, love this what mime. What is up with the mime? This mime, it it always just struck me as funny because this mime, he's a mime. Like, he's not even supposed to talk. He smoked, right. he smoked a cigarette without a cigarette. <laughs> <laughs> so, so um, I love that mime scene so much that I would be able to recite it word for word for quite some time. Like... <laughs> I just love yeah. what he said. 
Um, and she's like, well, maybe it's the girls that you choose. <laughs> <laughs> hey, maybe I've been hurt. Maybe right. I've been dogs. <laughs> so, so, so fun fact, the, this is our first cameo. Well, besides the mu- musicians, it's Eric Stoltz, who's the mind. What? Yeah, which, like, I honestly, like, I can't even connect that. Right. Oh, my gosh. It doesn't I, even look like This him. makes me already need to go back and watch the movie again. Yeah. And then another fun fact with me just kind of, like, digging in deeper. Did you guys know that that Eric Stoltz was supposed to be the original Marty McFly? No. Yes. Wait, yes, I did. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I didn't I, know that. I had there heard are that. scenes that they did, like, against each with other. Him. And they showed uh-huh. the same scene with Michael J. Fox and the, the same scene with Eric Stoltz. Like, they did it, like, side by side. Somewhere. Ah. They looked like each other back then. Like, Eric Stoltz back then really looked like Michael J. Fox. What happened? Oh, totally. Why wasn't Eric Stoltz in it? Um, I want to say there was... He was originally cast... And then maybe Michael J. Fox was bigger and they recast it with Michael J. Fox. But he was originally cast for it. Oh, wow. Yeah. Which is interesting. Okay. That's the first cameo. But, like, I, like, he doesn't look anything like, like, I I don't feel like he looks like the mime. Like, or the mime doesn't look like him. Like, they no. did a really good job. They did a really good job. Then um, he doesn't sound like his voice. No. It, yeah. it really doesn't. It's crazy. Yeah. Um. It was funny in my notes. I put love the mime. Love disappears, baby. Disappears, baby. <laughs> um, and then we get to the club. Yes. Allison Chains is on the stage. Yes. Steve and Linda meet. He sees her from across the room. He just has to go and talk to her. He's drawn to her. Yes. I love this. I love how they meet. And I love his question. And I even more so love her answer oh my god it was it was just like she it was cutthroat it was cutthroat it really was and he's like okay (laughs) Okay. i'm gonna walk back to where i was thank you very much Mm -hmm. and i and i love her friend as the wing person just kind of looking like yeah you did that to yourself (laughs) right right um i always wanted to know like i wanted i always wanted more or to know more about her friend. I don't even know her friend's name. I, I have that in my notes. I, you, they kind of like fell off. Well, it's coming in another thing. But I was like, I kind of made a a thing like because their relationship became the highlight. You know, sometimes your friends kind of fall in the back. Oh, like that's kind right. of yeah. what happened here. Like, because it was just her and her friend for so, you know what I mean? Like for the beginning right. of the movie. And then all of a sudden she meets this guy, falls in love. And like now both of them, the fr- both of their friends kind of took a backseat. Backseat. And, and the interesting thing is when, when Linda leaves, her friend sees her off. But when she comes back. Right. Steve is waiting for her. Right. Yeah. And I'm like, there was no cell phone. Ba- was there a cell phone back then? No. 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 So- and that's. I thought the same thing. Like, how did they coordinate that? Right. Like, and why didn't he leave? Why didn't he send her off? Exactly. Because they were in a yeah. weird place. Uh, yeah. That was. Yeah. I mean, I would. I was pissed when she said that. Like, I know she's going through her emotions, but just to be like, I'm out. Yeah. I'm yeah. I'm out. Okay. Let's get ahead. Okay. I was yeah. pissed at her for a lot of the movie. Just. Oh. Putting that out there. So. <laughs> 
Um, at some point here, in between like them meeting and then them meeting again at the magazine stand, uh huh. We see Cliff because I have in my note that Cliff is kind of a bullshitter. Um, but I always just thought he was kind of just dumb. Like he did bullshit, mm-hmm. but I feel like he was just dumb. And then maybe yeah. it's just a bit of both. I don't well, know. Like, and I know we already talked about Cliff, but I had this in my notes later. Like, I feel like when he's talking about um, Touch Me, I'm Dick, when he's doing, like, the interview, mm-hmm. he's like, <laughs> I think a lot of people look at him thinking, hey, you know, um, I'm Dick and you can touch me. Right. But, so it sounds like in one way he's bullshitting a little bit, but in another way, I think he's just kind of dumb. Well, yeah. He's just kind of high. Mm. I don't know. Like Jordan Colano. I didn't really get that from him, but maybe, maybe, or just self-absorbed. Like he just he he can't, you know. Like oh, when they're reading the reviews, I don't want to hear anything bad, you know. Right, like he can't get out get outside of himself. Right, right. Yeah, that's true too. Yeah, and uh, maybe he is a little high, Nikki. Oh my god, I totally forgot the one part I really loved about this. Um, oh, okay. The guy, um, the, his friend, um, Steve's friend, he was storing yeah. phone numbers in his watch. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 20 numbers. 20 numbers. Sorry, I had to bring that up because it was great. I, I was like, yeah. Take He's like, heart. 20 numbers that you're never going to call, 20 people you're never going to see. Like, <laughs> um, So, yeah. And then, okay, so then they're at the magazine stand and they see Linda and her friend. Right. Yeah. Steve's two like, things about this. Mm-hmm. I absolutely love when they're talking and the friends are both like on like like opposite each other. And right. he kind of gives the brunette a look. Right. Yeah. And she's like, no. Yeah. No. Don't try. I already know my limits and you're my limit. Like <laughs> no. No. <laughs> I loved her hair too. The friends. She had hair. Great hair too, yeah. Yeah. Um, I definitely remember moments in my life where I was like the wing woman while my, you know, like protecting your friend and kind of hanging out while she's getting to know some guy she likes, but, and, but also the friend kind of being like, so if they're getting together, maybe we should. I'm like, nope, 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 not today. <laughs> so I didn't have this on, cause I just got it on like on this on Amazon, mm-hmm. um, but there's a deleted scene. Yes. And it is the magazine rack and the magazines are talking to Steve. Yes. I and had, I think I, I had it on my DVD actually as um I have that in my notes too as um uh extra it was like, you know, bonus bonuses that they give you on the DVD. Yeah, so yes, it. that's where it was. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, the magazines are talking to him, which I thought was pretty interesting. But I think they talk to him um, later. Later. Right. I think after- you're right when he goes back and those he sees those two kids there. Right. This is after his uh, deal falls through. Yes. And he kind of loses his marbles there. Yes. Um, Okay. So then we're introduced to Debbie Hunt. Oh, Debbie. Debbie. Debbie, Debbie. Debbie drove me crazy. Her type A? Yes. Yeah. She drove me crazy like as a teenager watching this i thought like no this woman is too much she is extra and i can't with her 
Oh, oh boy, it's about to get live. Hold up. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> no, like, it's a DJ set right now. Hold up. Do you hear it? A little bit. A little bit, but not too much. Okay, it's super loud to me. Okay, they're done. Okay. <laughs> Bye. Uh, oh, gosh. Type A personality. Oh, yeah, Debbie Hunt. Yeah. And she was talking about her video date. Expect the best. Uh, do you remember those things back in the day? So I only remember ever, like, hearing about them. I don't remember having any experience with them. Oh, but... no, no, definitely. No, that's definitely before our time. But there yeah. were different groups, like, on Saturday Night Live yeah. or different comments yeah. about it. Um, there was a YouTube video going around a little while ago, like, with a bunch of, like, Applicants. Clips. Yeah. I feel like I remember seeing that actually, now that you say that. Um, and then so that's I think that's our second cameo, maybe, where the um the next Martin Scorsese, not Scorsese, yes. Scorsese yes. is Tim Burton. Yes. Right. That when she goes to get it have it done is a little bit later, but yeah. Oh, is it? It, it, yeah, oh. this is where she, I think they're just like sitting around. And she's talking about expect the best. Right, right, right. She's talking in the in the the coffee house, the coffee that shop. Everybody worked at. Yeah, and, yeah. Right. And how did they have a phone? Like, was it their phone from? Like, he was just gonna like call. I didn't understand that part. Oh, you mean like towards the end when they when they gave Steve the phone? Yeah, it was the coffee shop phone. Oh, okay. I thought maybe they and, just was like they were next door to their apartment and. Oh, no. I think it was the coffee shop's phone, like cordless phone. Okay. Because, of course, nobody had cell phones. No. Right. Right. Even um, even, even there's a scene where Janet is on the roof, and you see her, that she has her phone extended. How she got it up there, I don't know. But it's I always tried to figure that out. It's extended. I was like, did she throw the... How did she do it? But it's extended across the courtyard onto the <laughs> roof. I always figured that she took the phone with the cord with her and then she like weighted down the cord and threw it across across to her apartment and like made a really good shot. That's a pretty freaking amazing. Or <laughs> it, it was like a U-shaped brook. So maybe she got it up to right above her window, then walked around the roof. Smart. Maybe. Yeah. 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 It just occurred to me. It just occurred. That, to act, me. that is brilliant. Pretty. That brilliant. That's brilliant. a long ass cord. <laughs> yep. Anyway, okay. Nikki probably had a quote about that long. Yep. <laughs> um, so, since we were just talking about her sitting out on her, this is a little bit later, but with her telephone cord, um, I used to sit on my roof of my okay. house, mm-hmm. and I would pull my telephone out there, and oh. I would, like, I would feel like Janet. Oh. What, what, because... What? It wasn't. It was. It was clearly a flat roof. I'm guessing. Well, it wasn't really a flat roof, but it didn't have. It was like the roof to our uh, porch. Oh, okay. And it wasn't like a like. It wasn't like a high pitch. It was just like a like a little bit slanted. Okay. Got it. Um, but Nikki, do you remember going out on my roof? No, I never went out on your roof. You never went on my roof. I remember laying out and getting a tan on my roof. No. Wow. I also remember. Eve, like not eavesdropping, but like not even spying, but just sitting on my roof and looking at the cute boy that lived at the corner. Um, 
so, but yeah, I would put like a towel or a blanket out there and I'd go sit out there and I'd bring my phone and a magazine. Wow. And the neighbor, I remember the neighbor complaining once to my mom. Why? <sighs> we were not, we were not accepted in that neighborhood oh. <laughs> for the most part because like my brother was allowed to play with toy guns and I sat on my roof. Okay. Like, so we were like, they probably thought we were like trash. No. And... no. I mean, it's fine. I don't really, I don't care. And my parents didn't care. My parents were like, you can't sit on your roof. They were like, we can do whatever we want. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like they're kids. Right. Like let, let the 14 year old girls sit out on the roof if they want. They're fine. They're not falling off. Right. Right. Like, let the little boys play with water guns. They're eight years old. Exactly. It's um, right. So, anyway, I always, I just, I, I wanted to be Janet. I thought she was so cool. So then, Steve and Linda go out for their uh, dinner. No. Lunch? No. Nope. Coffee? No. 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 Water. 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 Water? Okay, we'll meet for water. <laughs> <laughs> I always thought that was really uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah. Like for the server. You're taking up a table and you're not even uncomfortable for him. Like she's clearly telling you no. And you're right. yes, that's what yeah. You're like, mm-hmm. I'll keep I'll keep going down the list. What are we gonna go next to? Like let's clean silverware? Like I guess right. I didn't realize they actually went only for water. Yeah, that's yeah. all they had was water. Oh. And Linda was burnt. She was burnt from that Spanish guy. She was not playing. And it's like, Linda, it was three days. <laughs> Linda, Linda, listen. Well, so, but, yes. But, but then you hear more about why she was so burnt when she goes on her date with her second date with Steve. When she goes to do laundry. Yeah, the laundry date. Yeah, the laundry date. At his house. Oh my mm. gosh, I don't remember this. And she's talking about oh, her wait, old boyfriend. Wait, I thought, okay, I was wondering why she was doing laundry at his house. It was a yeah, laundry it, date? It seems that way. They don't really say. Yeah, they don't get into it, but she brings she her laundry like, over. That's so weird. Yeah, that is weird. I'm like, no, there's no way I'm coming to watch wash anything at this guy that I'm interested in. No. <laughs> no, no. Um, but yeah, she goes through like her dating history and boy, oh boy. She's had some doozies. Right. So I must have missed this part of the movie. It was just, it was it was it was not a long part. No. Like but, there's a scene where she's talking about a boyfriend breaks up with her right when they're about to descend on a roller coaster ride. Oh yeah, I saw that part. Yeah. Yep. Um and I forgot the other and then she talks about Andy, the sensitive ponytail guy. Oh yeah. Right. That's what I wrote in my notes. <laughs> Andy's Andy's sensitive ponytail, ponytail guy. guy. We all know. Um, and the uh, All right, hold on. I gotta go back. Okay. The part where after they have the water date mm-hmm. and she goes to her okay, so they go to his car. And he unlocks her door. Yes. I have this and, then she, and then she unlocks his door. Right. In my little teenage brain, that was everything. That was everything. And I don't know which came first. 
but there's a scene just like it in the Bronx Tale, a Bronx Tale movie. Did you guys ever see that? No. Oh no. God, it's amazing. It's like loosely based on Robert De Niro's life, I believe. Oh, really? Oh, interesting. Um, or, um, no, 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 not Robert De Niro. Um, uh, who's the other guy? Uh, Chaz Palminteri. Oh. Who? Uh, that is. Chaz Palminteri. Al Pacino? No, Chaz Palminteri. Oh, wait, who's that? He's, when you see his face, you'll be like, I know exactly who he is. Oh, okay. It's mostly based on his life, but in the, there's, there's a scene where she leans over to open the car door after he opens the door oh. for her. And he's like, this is how I know she's one of the great ones. I know exactly who you're talking about. Yes. And it's night. It's from 1993. So it's, oh, it's after. Yeah. Okay, right after. A year, one year after, September 93. I love, yeah, I love that scene. I thought it was everything as well. And I was like, oh my gosh, I learned social cues from a movie because we didn't have a car growing up. So it would never occur to me to lean over and open the car door for someone after they've opened the door and let me in. Right. Um, so I thought that was, that was so great. And uh, just flashback to the water scene. That is our second or third. Um, oh yeah. Uh, uh, cameo from um, uh, Paul, Paul Giamatti. Yes. He's, he's the guy who's like making out like crazy with the girl next to them. Oh, I didn't, I thought that was his friend. <laughs> Oh. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah. Actually, his friend is also um, a pretty famous actor. He went on to go and be in um, The Wire. Jim True. I've never seen that. Yeah, I oh. need. I I need to see that. Oh my god, it's so good. Oh, that's what I found. I've never seen that. Alba. Okay. Uh, so he went on to do a lot of stuff as well. Okay. Uh, See, I don't think I've ever seen him in anything else. So that's kind of cool. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He had a very pivotal up. role in that in that whole series. So. Oh, neat. Okay. So, um, where are we? So then they meet. They do. The, okay, they do the water date. Then they, the door. Then they do okay. the laundry date. Who says? I have this in my notes. And I've said it in my head over and over and over again throughout my life. Mm-hmm. But I don't remember. Oh, Janet. was Is this when Janet goes to Steve's apartment before he loses his marbles? But like when he. When she's, when she's talking to him about Cliff? Yeah. Maybe. And I thought, yes. is she trying to put the moves on him? On Steve while t- about while talking about Cliff. Yeah, I again, I didn't get Janet. I didn't get her character. <laughs> no, I did not think she was trying to put the moves on him. But is this when he, she says or he says to her, "You're a realist slash dreamer." Um. Y- yes. Because when- I yeah. I say that in my head, not about anything, but like you know, when just a little quote or something will pop into your head. Hmm. Throughout my life, for whatever reason, this little line just pops in my head. You're a realist slash dreamer. Huh. I just like how they say it. <laughs> but Cam- um, Cameron Crowe writes very well. I have to say that. Yes. Know. Yes. Um. So on my DV- so so uh, there. It looks like they're about to make out. 
And then Linda's like, nope, I'm not doing this again. And she jumps yes. out and leaves, right? Yeah. So on my DVD, it had some extra, some bonus material. And it looks like there was a scene in between because I always thought, how did he figure out where Linda lived? Yeah. She drove to his house. Right. Like, how did he know? He drove her back to work, not back to her house after their water date. Right. So there's there's a, a scene where you see him going to her old apartment. I guess he must have looked her up in the directory, but her, her new address was not showing. Oh. And, and Debbie Mazur is her former roommate. Do you know Debbie Mazur? Yes. Yeah. So Jackie, I remember this. Was it in the movie? No, it was oh. in the DVD extras. I just, yes. Yes. I haven't seen them since I was probably like 20. Um, I just, wow. yeah. And Debbie is like, oh, Linda, Linda. So she must have given Steve her new address. Yes. But they cut that out. So, I, you know, editing, I guess. But Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah, my yeah. gosh. That is so, that's so weird. <laughs> <laughs> because when you were saying it, it just came back in my memory banks. Yeah. That's she, cool. I think they were saucy with each other, too. Like, Debbie Mazur's character was kind of like, oh, that Linda. Like, we're not really friendly. Go find her, you know, X, Y, and Z. So. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. So, it must have been, yeah, that must have been somewhere in between there. Yeah. Because then he shows up. P.S. Yes. Who loads a toothbrush, gets it locked and loaded, and then goes and cozies up on the sofa with it? Exactly. I have that in my notes. I always thought that was weird. Because like, what also, happens if like, it drips down that. your face? What happens if yeah. it like drips down your face? Right. And also, like, she clearly didn't put water on her toothbrush first. Yeah. Is that why it stayed there? Because I'm like, how come our toothpaste isn't falling off? Right. So who, who, I mean, I don't know. Sorry if I'm offending anybody, but how does anybody wash or brush their teeth dry? <laughs> Like, I can't, I can't imagine. And I don't usually brush my teeth with, like, my real clothes on because there's probably going to be a drop or two. True. And you know what? You're right. So, that was a little weird. Like, and wh why would you put toothpaste on your toothbrush and then go back to your living room? Like, finish brushing your teeth. Right. Brush your teeth with a sink like a normal human being. <laughs> like, and then, and then, you know, tap the water off, put it in the cup. Right. And then go watch TV. And like, okay, I'll, I have another thing when they're yeah. like, yeah. Yeah. You, no, put the toothbrush down. Yeah. Right. Put right. The, there's there's a thing right there. Just put the toothbrush down. You can right. get it later. Right. Like, who, who answers their door with a toothbrush with toothpaste yeah. on? Yeah. And I have Holy to I, I kind of missed the romantical part of that scene because I was so consumed with what's going to happen with the toothpaste. <laughs> yes, it was distracting. Yeah, is it going to drop? Is it going to fall? Is it going to smear? What's going to happen? Uh, yeah. <laughs> but can we just say, when he says, "I was just nowhere near your neighborhood," ah, uh, melting. That is like the best line in the whole movie. Melting. If someone does that present day, I'm be like, "Well, you got five seconds before I call the police." <laughs> <laughs> I am fairly certain I had that in my AOL profile, like, like bio, or under the quote, at least Aww. for a period of time. Aww. Because I love that line. But yeah, yeah. you're right. Present day? Yeah. Stalker? Yeah. 
Yeah. Stalker. As you know where I live. Mm-mm. Yeah. <laughs> um, so then they do their thing. Yes. This With- whole scene went over my head for the most part. Uh, where she's like, what are you thinking? Yes. <laughs> That's my favorite part. And he's like, I can't, I don't know who the basketball player was, but that was funny. Uh, Xavier McDaniel. Okay. He he played for a, a Seattle team, I'm guessing. Yes, Sonics. Okay. And yeah. he, so, and they talk about him earlier in the movie, like she dogs on him and he's like, oh, Xavier McDaniel, blah, blah, blah. Right. I, this all went over my head. Like, the bed shaking went over my head. Ah. Like, the rattling went over my head. The Xavier McDaniel, like, daydream, and him saying, Steve, don't come yet. (laughs) I didn't understand any of that. I was like, come where? (laughs) (laughs) I don't understand. But during this whole scene, is that when uh, Sense of Ponytail guy Andy also calls him? Yes. Yes. Okay, so what is Andy? Who is Andy talking about? He's talking about the other guy, right? He's talking about Steve. He's talking about Steve. Steve? Okay. Because she's buddies with Andy, so she told Andy, I'm going on this date with this guy, and he's calling to say, you know, how did your date go? I've been thinking X, Y, and Z about this guy, which I thought was a little funny. And she tries to cloud him out by turning up the TV or something. Oh, yeah, My Three Sons. Yes. (laughs) I would be horrified. I would have died of embarrassment. I would have been like, like, let's pause for a second. Give me a moment. And like, (laughs) bash the phone down. (laughs) Right. I'm just going to take the phone off the hook and leave it there. Right. Like, I would have been so embarrassed. I had that in my notes. I would have been dead. But like, that whole scene, for the most part, went over my head. Yeah. Well, no, I got what was going on, but I, I thought it was pretty funny <laughs> the way it just played out. Um, yeah, I, you know what? And I also just about this particular movie, and I can't remember if he's done it in his other films, but I like the whole monologue piece of it all. Mm. Did I say that already? No. Where where they they kind of are talking about themselves, yes, or, or other characters, and you're getting a sense of who they are, what they're about. Without it having to play out in front of you. Yes, I like that too. Yeah. Um, okay, so they're into yeah. each other. Yes, they're 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 into each other and they've done the deed. Yeah. Okay. And then we we cut to Janet, who's gonna make a salad. Um, that, that I I'm so disturbed by the, the state of that lettuce. Me too. So the I, by the way, she cut those tomatoes. Yes, she cut them weird. Like I remember thinking, like her making a salad seemed so adult to me at that time. Mm-hmm. But the way she made it was wrong, and also that lettuce was disgusting. It was no. I mean, was it supposed to denote that she was struggling? And I don't know. Maybe I don't know, I don't know but it was gross. It was gross. And oh, then. Oh. The only other note I have from that is Sharpie on the black shoes. I've done that many times in my life. Oh, yes. I mean, especially when you have, like, Doc Martens. Yes. So, <laughs> so much so. Um, I, I did appreciate the whole, like, if I make this basket, then it means X, Y, and Z. I definitely played that game with myself. Mm-hmm. Or, like, he loves me, he loves me not with a flower. Or the magic eight ball. Yes. I played if I make this basket all okay. the time. I'll bet, all yes, the I time. bet you did. 
Right. And I like, mean, did, yeah. the basket mean, did the basket mean A or did it mean B when it wasn't yes. what you wanted? Yes. Right. Yes. Did it mean call him or don't call him? Right. Right. Let right. me do that over. Let's, this one right. really counts. This one counts. <laughs> yeah. This one right here. Yeah. That was practice. That was practice. Um, and then, oh, we also found out that Steve and Janet used to date. Yes. Right. Yes. Right around here after this. Because she's talking to him about Cliff, right? Like she yes. Yes, because the Amazon woman thing. Right. Yes, because she's yeah. talking about her boobs. Right. And then, then we get to... <gasps> you can't go wrong with Bill Pullman. Oh my gosh, this I scene. loved Bill Pullman mm -hmm. in this, and I thought he was so like handsome and dadlike. Yes, <laughs> yeah. So that you know, that's so funny you say that because I think like I love Bill Pullman, but if he came up to me at a bar and was like, "Hey, what's up, Ralph Sugar, honey?" I'd be like, "It's really nice to meet you," but. <laughs> That's where we end. Like, right. But right, but you are like a dad. Right. Right. And not always. like daddy, like dad. Dad. Always. Like, <laughs> yeah. A sexy dad. A sexy dad. So, right. So my whole thing in this whole thing is I was like, Janet, why don't you hook up with the doctor? Oh, I was all about it. I was all Same. about it. Same. Yeah. But, but we all know that can't happen. Otherwise, there'll be, there'll be a lot of doctors not seeing that movie. We don't right. work up with our patients. Yeah. Right. Right. So the one note I had from this scene mm -hmm. though is is that how boobs are chosen? Like do they just like pull it up in a computer and go like boop 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 boop? I think they do <laughs> like they take a picture of you <laughs> and they now, I mean, put them on you. Like I always I always wondered that like back then. Like, is this really how boobs are chosen? And I still don't really know, but I yeah, know. you have to like simulate something. I'm pretty sure there's a simulator. I did do that plastic surgeon website. That's way right. That's I saw right. so many boobs. So <laughs> many boobs. <laughs> I am all That's set right. with seeing any more boobs. Like I saw <laughs> all kinds of boobs and a lot of them were botched surgeries. Because um, oh, no. he like Ooh. he was a fixer. So, oh, like, okay. he would fix these botched surgeries. Like, they would come to him and he would fix them. Yeah. Let me tell you, That's I have true. never looked at so many boobs. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, <laughs> and I didn't know I was going to have to look at boobs when I signed up for that. Um, but, yeah, I saw a lot of noses and a lot of, yeah, a lot of, a lot of stuff. Wow. <laughs> lots, of, lots of work. Yeah. I like, wow. I like when he tells her, like, you know what, you're you're just you're fine the way you are. And yes. She's like, wow, did my check bounce? <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. So she just didn't get it that he was looking out for her best interest. Yeah. Yeah. So okay, um, we cut to this like not montage, kind of like a montage where they're each separately discussing their relationship and getting advice from their friends. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And like Steve is in the coffee shop with Janet. Yes. And a couple of uh, Pearl Jam guys. Yep. And Janet was 100% right. Yep. Like, don't play games. Just be real. Like, be authentic. Right. And this taught me that games are stupid. Yeah. Like as a as a teenager, like I remember watching this, like when he doesn't call her 
for four days. Right. And I remember thinking, like, that is stupid. Why would you do that? If you like somebody, you call them. So, actually, that's my next note, where I say, like, Cameron Crowe definitely takes you through young adulthood. Should I call? Should I not call? Should I say hello? How should I say hello? You know, like, how vulnerable should I let myself be? You know, how much of my real self, how much of my, what is it, my super me, do I let show? Um, So I I really feel like he he brought that out through the, the different characters in the movie, just the varied states of vulnerability and kind of like the decision-making process of what your next step is going to be when you're engaging with someone you really are into. Yeah. He does a really... Cameron Crowe did an amazing job. And didn't he also do... What other movie did he do? Didn't he um, do... Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Yes. And, and Say that, Anything. That's you right. Know? Say Anything. Oh, iconic. For real. Yeah. Like, he's he just... He does... He's he's done a really good job <laughs> with all of that. Right. And I just remember thinking like that. If you like somebody, you like them, just call them. Don't play yes. games. Don't be dumb. Like when he says, oh, if I was playing games, I would have waited a week to call you. Right. Okay, you're done. Bye. Right. But I also thought that she was like jumping to conclusions or like jump, like she was too quick to just throw them away. She was just, she was so used to, I guess, being burned that she was very distrustful and he played into whatever she was expecting. Right. And this is where she pulls out the t-shirt and oh, leaves yeah. the toilet with it. I love it. And, and you see, you hear her going through the motions like, why? I right. still like you, but I hate you. Like, you know, mm-hmm. I definitely have had those days. Boy, oh boy. Yep. 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 And then we go to Debbie. Oh, this is where Debbie goes and actually like does the video yes. wait, wait one last scene with the uh, the blue shirt she says it's better to be um the dumper than the dumpy yes, yes. i've thought that in my life that like is, I have, it is true i've mm-hmm. heard that so many times throughout my lifetime yep yep so. i've thought that i really yeah. wish i would have watched this video back in <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. could have saved me at least one um Um, okay so now we're into yes so debbie does her video her video is interesting debbie was it debbie town debbie uh debbie country debbie country (laughs) come to debbie country Country. lord what yeah jeez um original it was weird because they Later on, when they show the guys' videos, they're not like that. No, not at all. But you know, it's, it was Martin, Martin Scorsese, right? <laughs> so, is it because she paid the extra ten bucks? <laughs> <laughs> and all of a sudden, she's like Superwoman flying through the, the air. <laughs> what a mess! That was um, a mess. Um, so then you do hear some lingo with uh, with uh, Pam calling her plastic. Yes. Yes. Um, oh no, this is later on. This is later on after she finds her date. Right, right, right. Okay, let me stop. Oh, right, right. Yeah. And so then, then, then we are back, and they're what's his name? Cliff is read. They're reading the review, and he's like, "I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it." Right. And then Eddie has that line: "A compliment for us is a compliment, compliment for, for you." <laughs> I love it. He was so cute. Um, 
then this is when Janet goes back to the doctor. Yes. And he's like, are you his Miss Wright or are you his Miss Maybe? Miss Maybe. Yeah. And his character was 33. And this is what I have in my notes. Jesus, that seemed so old to me at the time. Yeah. And he was into Janet. He was into Janet. I was like, Janet, go for it. Go for it, girl. Get yourself a plastic surgeon. Yes. You're a surgeon. Many, many babes are into that. Right. <laughs> Except you. You're Dr. Jameson. Um, so then we cut back to Janet. Well, the bee video. The bee video? The bees. Oh, um, yes. With, with Cliff and um, program Cliff watching. And yeah. Yes. I watched the, the bee video. And the tide versus bless you. Yes. And yeah. Janet sneezes and he is like, don't get me sick, babe. I got a show coming up or whatever. Yeah. Oh, so self-absorbed. That's mm-hmm. tool behavior. Yes. That's, Absolutely. That's why I said tool. You and then tool. this realization that she has in this moment, I remember watching this and being like, yes. You go, girl. I don't have yeah. to be here. Right. right. And then they have the they have the instrumental of waiting for somebody in the background. Yes. As she's oh, dancing around with her so cucumber mask mm-hmm. or avocado mask. Yeah. Oh, right. When she calls. Wait, no. Oh, no, no, no. That's when she calls the wrong guy. Right, right, right. <laughs> right. <laughs> I don't know who I think you got the wrong I'll number, right baby. Over. But I'll be right over. <laughs> um, okay, so then we have Blue Seattle. Linda calls Steve and all is well. Yes. And then they're like hanging out. She's eating popcorn. And she's like, I'm late. Yeah. How late? Late. Late. Um, and so then Steve goes and buys some pregnancy tests and then he buys like 15, right? He's one of everything. I love that he picks up the rose for her. Yes, I thought that was really sweet. Yes. And then her checkout, the checkout guy is Ari from Entourage. Jeremy Piven. Jeremy Piven. (laughs) And any role that he's ever had since then that I've ever seen, I always see him as this guy. Always. Yes. And he's so doing funny. that, those sound effects. So funny. <laughs> What's wrong with a little peace, peace, peace? He said, Love and under. Peace, peace, peace. <laughs> peace, peace, peace. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Man. He's like, oh, you might be busy. <laughs> um, And then I had in my notes that home pregnancy test that they did was like some kind of ex- science experiment. Yeah. What the hell was that? It was like two beakers. Yeah. <laughs> All we had to do was pee on a stick. Right. I wrote, we've come a long way. Yes. I'm like, did that glass stand come with it? Like, what the what? Well, it must have cost a million dollars. Like, think yes. about it. For all that glass. Like, I want to know more. Is that what pregnancy tests were like? Like, could Maybe. you not just pee on a stick? I know we have listeners that had babies, like, probably in the early 90s. Yeah. Maybe mid-90s. I should ask my sister. Yes, you should. Because I want to know, like, were, is that, like, did you do a home pregnancy test and is that what it looked like? Yeah, we need like to Like a glass, a like, beaker. Yeah. And, like, like. That you mixed. 
Right. Like, what? That was weird. What? But she was blue means pregnant. And oh, was, yeah. And they were like, should we put it up against something blue? Oh, no, let's put it up against something white. <laughs> like, and, then they, and then you see it. And you're like, yeah, no, no, that's blue. Yeah, that's that's blue. definitely blue. Yeah. This, Make no mistake. Yeah. That's blue. That's why they gave you that whole big glass container. So you won't, you won't be confused. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, so then we get to, we go back to the coffee shop. Debbie's there with the expect the best videos from the guys. Yes. And uh, the choice, her choice was the best choice. Oh, for sure. Absolutely. By far. I, I, I try to find out who the guy, who, I think his name was Spiro or something. Yeah. He's a comedian. He's something. Like, his face is very familiar. Okay, so I thought the same thing, but I didn't look him up. Like, he almost looked a little bit like Chris Rock, but it obviously wouldn't be Chris Rock. Um, right. But, I, yeah, I need to look him up. I meant to, to slow that slow up the credits to see who played that that role. Oh, well, maybe I'll look it up here on IMDb because I'm there. Okay. Um, but and then, then the, the bike guy is who? Well, what's his, I don't remember. I don't know his name, but I know he was on 30-something. I was just going to say 30-something. <laughs> I, I couldn't remember what show he was from, but I, he had uh, the same long hair. Yes, Peter Horton is his real name. Peter Horton. Okay. Wait, the, and the bicycle guy. The bicycle guy. Okay. Yep. And I thought that he was definitely the best choice. Yes, he by was. By far. He just seemed the most normal. And he was but super, I didn't. super I handsome. I was like, she's so not into biking. Like, what is she going to do? So that just goes to show how like desperate she is, though. Yeah. Right. Like she's sitting there with like a scarf on and a biking outfit, like. Yeah. At a, <laughs> you know? um, okay, so Spiro was played by Bernard Bentley. Bernard Bentley. Um, when I look up all filmography, there's like it's just he's best known for singles. Oh, okay. <laughs> so must just look like somebody. <laughs> yeah, actor. One movie singles. Oh, okay. So yeah. <laughs> um, but he does have a picture on his IMDB, which is pretty rare for somebody who has one credit. <laughs> so maybe he's trying to get back out there. Good for him. Maybe, I maybe. wish him luck. Um, so then I noted her outfit. <laughs> Yeah. For the date? Right. Dude, what are you doing? You you look like a fool. Trying to impress him because he's into biking. Right. But for someone that was kind of like decked herself out for biking, she right. could ride pretty well. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, or the, she was she was desperate to get to this guy. She was figuring it out real fast. She was. <laughs> True, <laughs> yes. I don't think I could do that. Um. But then she gets to her apartment, and there he is with good old Pammy. Pammy, Pammy. from UW. Pammy from UW. And he's clearly and, into her. Mm-hmm. He's clearly into her. Yeah, I thought that was kind of, like, she was mad at Pam. Right. And I get it. But, like, I thought that was kind of slimy of him, too. Yeah, yeah. really. Because he, he knew he was on a date. Like Right. But then the girls take it to another level when they start like <laughs> negotiating, negotiating who's going to get him and how much. Yeah, eighty dollars if you do the dishes. 
<laughs> and Debbie, you so, told me to tell you when you're being plastic, or you're being plastic. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> whoa. So that I I I appreciated that though. Like I I, I like that. Except for I didn't like that she like took offense to it. Right. Yeah. Because like Nikki, we you and I have had those conversations where like, tell me if I'm like extra or if I'm overboard or if I'm you know, whatever. Yes. But obviously like we have a different kind of friendship than what they had. Because if that were us like Nikki. You can't see me, but I'm putting my hand down a little like tone, tone it down. Bring it down. Right. And that we would be cool. Like you wouldn't get mad at me. No, because I asked you to do that. Right. Uh (laughs) She was like, no. (laughs) Yeah. But they were clearly not friend friends like that. No. No, they were not. They were not. Um, and Pam actually, the the person who played Pam, I looked her up too because I'm like, gosh, her face is familiar. Yeah. Her name is Allie Walker, and she was like the profiler. You remember that TV show, The Profiler? I never watched it, but I remember he, like I remember the the hearing that. And then she word. had a brief a brief stint on um, uh, soap opera Santa Barbara. Oh, my mom used to watch Santa Barbara. And there was something else. Oh, she was in while you were sleeping. Was she um was she either the sister or the, the friend of Sandra Bullock in While You Were Sleeping? Oh, I've never seen that movie. Like, what? That's another Bill Pullman classic. I know. I, I I really should see it. Actually, it's interesting that you say that because I saw it the other night come up on like Netflix or one of those. Mm-hmm. And I thought like, oh, I got to go back and I got to watch that. Oh, that was one of my favorites. That's one of my favorites too. I love Bill Pullman. So, okay. So, Debbie. Good egg. Yeah. Debbie and Pam duke it over, duke it, duke it out over 30 something guy. <laughs> yeah. And then that's that. That's that. You never and... hear from either one of them again, actually. We see her at the end. Do we? Oh, no. We don't see Pam again. You're right. And mm-hmm. we don't see 30-something guy again. But we do yeah. But we do see what's-her-name again. Debbie. Debbie. Mm-hmm. Um, I love her ending. But so then, oh, okay. They have the historic chili dog. Yeah. And what did you think about that? About him saying, like, we should, like, get married? I was like, I mean, it's hard for me to get out of my head. From when I was a teenager watching it. Mm-hmm. But I was like, do it. Like if it feels right, do it. Right. Like, don't yeah. agonize over it. If it's if it's if it's true, then do it. And if it's not, then don't. I was all about it back then. Now I'd be like, hell to the no. <laughs> no, no. Baby does not mean you have to get married. That's true. Yeah. And, and that is very true. Like, yeah. um, but yes, back then I was definitely all about it. So that's why it's kind of hard for me to get out of my head about it, like mm-hmm. my feelings. Also, it was the time. Like, yeah. Back in the 90s, it, yeah. still, it was still like, it was still kind of like you get well, pregnant, you kind of try to make it work. It, right, wasn't, yeah. it wasn't like now where absolutely you do not have to get married. Right. Yeah. Um, but then they have the car accident. Yeah. That was like and that was that came out of nowhere. And they're playing Pearl Jam, aren't they, on the radio? Uh, in I the don't car? know. I have that in my notes. 
I don't know. I was listening to the conversation. Oh. I'll have to go back and listen and and, and watch. But I just felt like so sad. That like that was really that was heartbreaking. I felt really really sad for her mm-hmm. and for him. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. you know, I can't imagine what that feels like. Again, I I kind of went honestly, I was just like really surprised they were playing Pearl Jam. So I'm like, wait, that's that that doesn't suit the storyline. <laughs> um, so then um Cliff puts a Janet cereal and then I wrote, Oh hi Chris Cornell. Yes. And wait, wait, what? Chris, I wrote hi Chris Cornell. For what? He's the guy that comes up and stands next to Cliff mm-hmm. when he's like demoing her. Oh, her the stereo. Oh, yeah. yeah. So and, I guess, yeah, go on. Oh, no, no. I was just going to say, and that's when the windows blow out. And this it's is, kind of a I, This is when I started ha- having a heart for Cliff. Oh, it was, it was one of the best scenes ever because he's looking like I'm doing something really great. I'm wooing her. You know, I went outside my box and he just totally fucked it up. Yeah. <laughs> he really did. He tried. Yeah. He and she's kind of like, huh? He's like, okay, I'll replace your windows. Thanks. Um, but fun fact from that Rolling Stones article, too, that Cliff was supposed to be Chris Cornell. Oh, no yeah. way. Yes. And uh, <laughs> it sounds like Cameron Crowe was like, it's going to take a lot of practice with his acting. So we'll just figure <laughs> out a way to... <laughs> Just right. sneaking in here and there, and we'll just get a real actor to play this part. <laughs> but, Which worked out beautifully. Yeah, because it sounds like Cameron Crowe was a little bit in love with Chris Cornell. Like, It really did. Yeah. Yeah, he's like, I won't even acknowledge that he's dead. He's just yeah. in this article. Oh. It was interesting. Yeah. Sounds um, like real light. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is where I put Linda's back. So she came back. Linda came back. Yes. Oh, and this God. is where it's. I wrote. It's. I just wrote. It's not the same. Yeah. He said we, we don't have to be what we were before. Yeah. What, what Steve? What? Right. Uh, yeah. And then they're like friends, and I'm like, what? No. What? No. Right. And then she goes back to sensitive ponytail guy. Yeah. What? What, what the hell? What is? Uh, yeah. What is up with that? It's I just, just kept thinking. I kept thinking. Is she having sex with him? Like, ew. Ew. <laughs> even when he leans over, he's like, he doesn't even lean over. He just looks at me. He's like, I love you. And she's like, the face you made. Yes. Like, Argh. love you too. Um, no, safe is not good. No, nope. I know. She's, she said, it's like being alone together. Yes. yes. Oh, God. <laughs> That's wrong. Just uh, wrong. Even I knew back then that was wrong. Like, no. So then, okay, so at some point in here, I just wrote, Tom Skerritt is great. Oh, the mayor of Seattle. Yes. Yes. He, like, he had such a tiny role, but, like, he was so good at it. Because, it, it, I mean, just the, the, the cash line was, people don't seem to understand. People love their cars. Right. Like, yes. Forget about your super, super train. People are going to want to get in their cars. That's right. it. That's yeah. it. End of story. Yeah. I'm going to say this and I'm going to thank you for your time. Right. No. Um, 
when Steve goes downhill, all I could think of is that he probably smells really bad. Yeah, me too. <laughs> when the garbage was piled up, I'm like, that probably smells really bad. Really bad. Oh, and then Janet confirms it. She's like, oh, Steve, when's the last time we took a shower? Yeah. <laughs> In my notes, I wrote, Steve, man, you gross. Yeah. <laughs> and yes. nutty. Uh-uh. You gross and you nutty. But, uh, but I mean, it, it really depicted how like devastated he was. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I also wrote that Janet, when she came to visit him, she was she was so kind. She was. She was. Like she was being so kind to him. And then then they had that awkward ass kiss. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I was like, what? That are was you doing, awkward. Steve? Steve, don't do that, Steve, please. But and she Janet handled was... it so well. So well. Yeah. She's like, well, okay. <laughs> Go wash up. And then the um her knock this yes. is important her knock when she's like if I have anything any news to share you know if I hear of anything I'm gonna come and I'll knock four times and he's like 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 what's the what's the knock right, so right. She, had, she had to do it and then then after wait, wait, wait. we gotta rewind a little bit though yeah. because maybe before or after his deal he's really devastated about Linda like he's like, what was I thinking? Oh, and he calls telling her. her. Oh and yes, and he calls her. He calls her, and then the machine eats up her tape as oh, as he yeah. walks. I'm like Linda, girl. Yeah. Um, use some scotch tape and fix that. Like I know. Listen to that message. No. You could have yeah. won a million dollars. You don't know. Right. right. That was that was um just before he got news about his super train project. Okay, so he lost he lost his girl and he lost his dream. It's a, right. There's a reason why he wasn't washing. Right. And then this is also where we find out that Debbie went to Cabo. Right. Be seated with a, next to a single guy. And that was, was a an kid. A hole agent right there. <laughs> that was an a hole agent. How about three C? <laughs> like really? Like that's that's a B right there. But then she gets there. And who does she meet but Victor Garber? Yes. <laughs> and he loves her earrings. Yes, yes. The ones that she only loves. That's right. Funny. That nobody That's... loves but me. I love, I love her ending. That was great. And then the flowers that kept coming and coming. Yeah. The ones, oh, yes. Yeah. Like he'd spell, what did he spell out? Oh, that was, that was um, Cliff. Yes. Oh, sorry. Yeah. He... Janet. Right. And yeah. Another thing, Janet, you just pushed all the rose petals into a draw. Like, you why not the garbage? Right. Because she still, like, had a soft spot for him. That's what I think. That was weird. Like, they're going to decompose in there, and then you're going to have to clean it up. That's true. <laughs> That's true. I never thought of that. But I just felt like she couldn't bring herself to throw them away, because she still was, she still had a spot in her heart for him. <laughs> Okay. And I mean, clearly she did. Yeah. Um, But the part where he, where she says that, you know, she thinks he's very entertaining. Oh, my God. I love that line. And he's like, I did, too, because it was perfect. That was the perfect thing for her to say. Yeah. And it's true. I've definitely had some entertaining boyfriends in the past. Yeah. I didn't realize it then. But looking back, I'm like, oh, he was entertaining. 
That's what I liked about him. <laughs> and then when he says, you rock my world. Oh, I just, I, I thought that that was really, like, it was, it was a huge moment for Cliff. Yeah. He had a realization. And he, he I mean, his, uh, his analysis sucks with the airplanes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> really I was like, what? I wrote, that was the I, worst. <laughs> I wrote Cliff's story about living by the airport. He was trying. He was trying, though. <laughs> you just couldn't find the right words, I guess. Right. <laughs> um, and then the knock. We're yeah. back in Z's apartment. We hear the knock. Yeah. He thinks so, it's Janet. Okay. He thinks it's Janet. Yeah. And he answers the door and she says, I was just nowhere near your neighborhood. Boom. And he said, what took you so long? Yeah. Oh. That, that made me a little teary eyed. I will say. Yeah. I don't need to be your girlfriend. I just want to know you again. Oh, I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. And he and Cameron Cole gives us our happy ending. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Yeah. And then movie. Janet sneezes. Cliff says, "Bless you." Yes. All is well. Yes. All is well in the world. Not because inside, but bless you. Right, because it's nicer. Yeah. And I've always like that's always stuck with me too. Bless you is nicer than because inside. I'm like, I don't think I recall Gesundheit growing up until, like, much later. I think I just remember hearing it on TV. Yeah, I don't think anybody's ever said that to me. Um, no. I don't know if anybody has or not. I, I don't think that I would really remember. But... We always say, bless you, my son. <laughs> God bless you, my son. God bless you, my son. Um, But, yeah, it was... It, and then we do the, this. The movie wrapped up in a neat little bow. <laughs> Wait, and then you do what? We Hold do, on, like, I'm looking. Right of the cross. So that was singles. That was singles. That was so great. That was so good. Soundtrack is amazing. Even though we went, we kind of went like step by step of the movie. If you guys haven't seen it, you should see it. Yeah, it's hard to find. You probably have to rent it. Yes, you can rent it on Amazon for uh, 99 cents. Oh, oh you can. I should have rented it there. You can rent it on Google Play for two ninety nine. Yeah, so 99 cents for high def. Wow. Oh, okay. Yep. You yeah, can actually, buy it for five ninety nine. Oh, whoa. I actually whipped, whipped out my DVD. Because I, yeah. Oh, singles. You know what's crazy is I actually think I own it on DVD, but I've never watched it. I have it, but I, my DVD player, we have one that works and it has, it's one of those like 100 DVD carousels. Oh my goodness. goodness. It's old. Like it was Pete, like Pete got that when he worked at circuit. Um, so I'd have to like find the DVD, come downstairs, which I'd never come down here. Right. Just do the whole thing. And I'm like, you know what? 99 cents is way easier. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Yes. But you guys, you should watch it if you haven't seen it, or if you haven't yeah, seen it in a long time, you should watch it because it's yeah. amazing. It's a great film. I mean, now remember it was in 1992, so yeah, it's a period piece at this point. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yep. Yep. That's for sure. Yeah. 
but I'm I so think glad that, that we did it. I'm so glad, and I'm so glad, Jackie, that you came on. I know, me too. Thank you. Well, we talked about we talked about how much we love singles. So when yeah. you said, I was like, yes, I'm gonna watch well, it. Again. I knew I knew I couldn't give it the right. You know what I mean? Like the. So I, I was like, Jackie's really excited about it. This is perfect. Yeah. Not that and I wasn't excited about it. it. I really liked it. I really enjoyed it. And I'm sorry that I said that Jana was dumb. But that's that was my first impression. Like, afterwards, right. I loved her. But, like, right. my very first impression. I mean, no, she definitely had some bimbo moments. She was like, girl, he's telling you your face. And you're still like, I love you. Right, right, yeah. right. And you were going to get a boob job for him. For right, him. right. Yep. To yeah. be an Amazon girl. type. Right. But Don't. she, her, her character grew, and I, I like, I loved that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I really, I loved her. And, and, and sometimes that's what relationships are, right? Like bad relationships yeah. teach you what your limits are, or what you're willing mm-hmm. to accept, or what your value really is. Mm-hmm. Um, so that that's another message through this film. Yeah, I have to say, okay, so I was in, and Nikki, you know this relationship that I had. I was in this relationship where I lived with somebody mm-hmm. um, and I knew that it was not ever going to work in the long term. I knew it was not going to work, mm-hmm. but I, I just kept hanging on and hanging on and like hoping that it would change and hoping that it would get better and hoping that he would change. Yeah. But yeah. he wasn't changing. No. And I'm not even kidding. I had like a, I like I. It was like I heard Janet Livermore in my brain. One night we were out to dinner. It was um, New Year's Eve, and I was sitting there at the table, and I heard in my brain like, "You don't need to be here. Like, uh, you don't need to be here." And that night I said, "As of February first, I'm going to be moved out." And I just told him, and he was like, "Okay." Wow. So, it, but but like I heard, I like that. I heard that in my brain, mm-hmm. like you don't need to do this. Like you are better than this. Mm-hmm. And I swear, it was Janet Livermore. There you go. That's why you gotta love her. Yep. Yep. I, like I have my own epiphany. Just Sometimes like I seeing said, other people's growth helps you see your own growth. Really wish Potential. I would have saw this movie, Brooke. I wish you would have made me sit down. <laughs> And watch this movie. We could have avoided the whole, yeah. <laughs> wow. Anyway, yeah. I'm glad you right. watched it now. Yeah. So. Yeah that that was and, and our that's, episode. That's it, you guys. That's it. Thank yeah. you. Thank you for having me. Thank you for coming. <laughs> Thanks, like, Jackie. I couldn't stop talking. Sorry. No, no please. It's perfect. It's no, great. it was. Perfect. Perfect. Like it could have been more perfect because like, honestly, like I really, I really wanted it to do it justice for Brooke. And I just, I didn't, it's like, I loved listening to the both of you because like there were things that I just didn't even notice. And I was like, oh my gosh. Yeah. Now I have to go back and watch it again. So. Um, I'm going to change your ringtone on my phone to dyslexic heart. <laughs> Who mine? <laughs> I'm gonna go back and re-listen to that song, and I'm gonna listen to the lyrics. There Perfect. must be a reason why I don't like it. Brooke, did you play it like all the time? I don't know. No, I mean, it, I didn't play it any more than any of the others. 
maybe it was like I feel like somebody used to sing it all the time or something, but I don't think it was you. Um, I don't know. Yeah. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Another last fun fact about that Rolling Stone article. Um, so when Cameron Cole was pitching this movie, um, the Warner Brothers, I guess, wanted decided, you know, when instead of making it a movie, we want to make it into a TV show. Oh, yeah. And Cameron, I was like, what? And Cameron Crowe was like, no, no, I wanted to say a movie. And the idea turned into Friends. No way! Yeah. The fountain scene, the courtyard, coffee, coffee shop. shop. Yeah. Yeah. It's That's such a cool. Yes. That's I was really like, cool. And, and this article is Cameron Crowe talking about the movie, twenty, like 25, 25 years. 25 years, yeah. So... So it's oh, a few I years old. To, three, I can't wait three to years read old it. Yeah. So um, that's crazy. That is yes, crazy. It, it really does. Like it, it, It's funny when you think about friends and you think about singles, you're like, yeah, actually, you know what? It kind of checks out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 So if anybody has any thoughts on the movie, yeah. please tweet us. Feel free. Tweet us. Call us, leave us a voice message. One eight five seven two seven one one oh four seven. Yay. Yeah. And or, if you have any recommendations for movies for us to watch? Yeah, make it send us tweet like us. do a tell us. Look at listen to me. I sound like old people Facebook right now. <laughs> I do a do a Instagram. I was like, do an Instagram, do a do a do a story. That's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> Send the yeah. story in. Yes. Do it. Do an We'd Instagram story it. and send your stories in too. Yes. Send your stories yes. in. You know yeah. what? You know who's been sending her stories in? Stephanie Button. I was going to oh. say, was it Button? Yes. Like, uh, all I can remember was Button. Stephanie Button has been <laughs> sending our her stories in, and the, I I'm can't. Here for I it. stopped. I stopped. I started to read. I stopped because it, don't read. Nope. I'm not going we to. Be I, I like the surprise element of it. All so, right. Send your stories, you guys. We want to hear them. My so-called whatever at gmail.com. Yes. All right. <laughs> so well, that's it. We'll Thanks, be guys. we'll be loving you forever. <laughs> okay. All right. Bye. Bye. Hello. No one is available to take your call. Please leave a message after the tone. Hi, Brooke and Nikki. Uh, this is Christina from Wisconsin. Hopefully I won't get cut off, but um, I had a quick story to tell you. Um, so pretty much everybody who knows me knows that I'm a big New Kids fan because I'm a proud blockhead. Um, and I was writing with a phone friend recently, and she happened to tell me a New Kids story. So she lives in Chicago now, but she used to live in Boston. She told me she was in, um, she kind of grew up in Boston around where a lot of the new kids live. So she would kind of see them around the neighborhood, but she didn't like know them personally. Um, but she did tell me that um, a few years later when she was an adult and she was pregnant with her daughter, she was on her way to her OB appointment at one of the Boston hospitals and someone cut her off and she almost hit them and it ended up being Jordan Knight. And so she told me that she basically almost killed Jordan Knight when <laughs> she was trying to get to her OB appointment. Um, so I thought that was kind of a funny story and that uh, she shared it with me because I knew I was a big new kid fan. Um, anyway, looking forward to um, hanging
guys on Zoom and lots more podcast episodes. Bye. End of messages. File's done.